Hi, you guys, and welcome to TrailerCast. I am Elise Snipes, your host and founder of Radical Wellness Collaborative. And we are in a series right now where we are kind of walking through, um, kind of jumping you into the living room with us, where if we were sitting there talking shop and you got to listen in. And today's conversation is with one of my very favorite people, Jessica Martindale. She is where you start when it comes to radical wellness. She's the the one who you meet first and who listens and hears and watches and knows um, and gets inspired alongside you and then helps to create and craft your unique way towards yourself, towards your plan, towards your way forward. So we break it all down today. We kind of go into why therapy? Like why would people go? When? Like when should you go? What it would be like? Why our paperwork is so many pages? <laughs> what the intake process is like? What is that? Um, how do you know when you're done with therapy? Like how long will it take for me to feel better? And also like all the different myths that we might hold on both sides of the couch. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation. It was a lot of fun to have. If you have any questions, thoughts, or are interested in getting started with Radical Wellness Collaborative, you can find everything we do on our website, www.radicalwellness.co. All right, cheers. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Hi, Jess. Good morning. Um, how do you want the world to know you today? <laughs> <laughs> and it's, by the world, I mean, people listening to the podcast. <laughs> across the globe. Boop, 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 boop. The world. Um, my name is Jessica Martindale. I am a, I'm a clinician. I'm a wife. I'm a mama. I am a child of God, as I define God to be, I love trees. <laughs> Should I stop now? Virtual I can keep going. Get that. I like that one. <laughs> Why didn't you leave? <laughs> Mother Earth. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I love it. Um, what do you do for radical wellness? Why are we here today? Hmm. I, I think I have the best job at radical wellness. Actually, I get to be the director of admissions. So I get to meet every client that comes through our, you know, proverbial doors. I get mm -hmm. to meet every client that, um, is interested in working with us. I get to spend time with them. I get to get such a strong sense of who they are and what, what they're needing right now, what they hope for, for the future, for themselves, for their relationships. And then I get to come up with an amazing team to surround and support them. Mm -hmm. I get to remind them of their agency and autonomy. I get the question almost every time of, okay, so who do I meet and, and when do I meet with them and how often do I meet? And, oh my gosh, you get to be the captain of your own ship and we support you in knowing what you need. I can suggest things to you, but ultimately you get to decide, you get to decide, oh, wow, I had this amazing experience with Bonnie and I want more of that. So I'm going to go back next week. And then in a couple of weeks, I'll go with my therapist. So 
I get to remind people that they have agency within the first intake session. Um, and then I also, I'm a therapeutic co-chair. So in the, in the state of California, I'm a therapist. And then for anyone I see outside of California, I get to be a therapeutic coach. I love it. And what we're, you know, part of the series, the catalyst for the series is it's like when you know something or you know someone or that yeah. restaurant or um, <laughs> that meal or whatever it is. And I tend to like assume that everyone's eaten there too. <laughs> mm, of course, you point. know, of course you've had that. Of yeah. course, you know, the difference between this and that. Of course you yeah. um, lived this and that and realizing how sometimes the things that we built are kept Mm. like behind a glass door. And I've, I've known that I've experienced that recently specifically. And so the the heart behind the radical wellness series is to push through to the audio airwaves, Mm. (laughs) the ability people to hear or catch, um, to catch it, to like, Mm. Oh, that's what therapy could sound like. That is what it means to feel like I'm returned to my own agency. That's actually what it means. Not just what I read or see on a cute Instagram post, but that's what it is. And so this is our start to finish. We, you are, you are where we start within radical wellness. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, (laughs) no, it just, I mean, it makes me think of the ethical principles for clinicians. It's beneficence, non-malfeasance. This is, you know, promoting the autonomy of the client fidelity. You know, that I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do, but then there's also this justice piece of, of being able to provide, I mean, you know, not turning away clients for any reason, um, other than if you don't have the skill set for them, but also making these things, not keeping them precious. And so this is like, one of the things I love about your podcast is you're not keeping therapy land, this precious thing that you have to have the golden ticket to get into. I love that this is out there for people to hear. This is what you should expect. This is what it would feel like. This is what it should feel like. I just on that as like a little side, (laughs) side street, I have had some really horrific experiences with therapists and I didn't know better. And so I stayed and I thought, oh, I do need to feel worse about myself before I feel better. Oh, that's so not true. And I like, so whoever is um, listening to this, who might be with a clinician who is, who you leave feeling worse, you know, feeling worse, not because you tapped into old wounds and you actually, you know, someone lovingly sat with you and now some stuff's turned up. That is different than Mm -hmm. leaving with more shame, more confusion, more darkness. Um, yes. And you don't have to stay there. There are options that, yeah, that's, um, I, the, (laughs) like it crushes me to think of my own experiences as well, because you just don't know. How do you know? And then like, if someone doesn't have your same therapist, you're like, does she say that with you? Like, like, do you feel this way? (laughs) Um, Like, so a couple myths and maybe we can even like circle back on this as they come to us throughout this conversation. But, you know, one of them I think is also, um, is it working? Like if I'm asking, is it working? Then I need to either be able to ask my provider that like, is this happening? Um, and not to sit in that question. So something should be shifting period. 
Yeah. <laughs> Where yes. You're investing time, money, the risk of your story, vulnerability, all the yes. energy it takes to open the stuff up. Something should be moving, period. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. There's a, one of my favorite clinicians, Cindy Westcott, um, always said the universal treatment plan is sharing our pain with someone who's physically safe, emotionally safe, and who has the ability to validate our pain and experience. If that's not happening, then leave. (laughs) And, and, um, and my invitation would be not to ghost, but to actually say, um, either have the conversation one final session or send an email and just say, you know, I'm, I think I need to go a different direction, whatever it would be. I ghosted. I, I, in my, in my 17, 18, 19 years of age therapy self, I ghosted and, and I want, yeah, there's a lot of mid (laughs) twenties. Like, Oh, I moved. Sorry. (laughs) I'm better. (laughs) Better now. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other one I think is if, if the client is saying, um, should I work harder? Maybe that's what's wrong is maybe I'm not doing it right. Hmm. And if that is a question, then again, we're in a bit of a quandary with what's actually happening in the room. So, yeah. um, yeah, cause it's not really, yeah. Yeah. Cause then we're not promoting the autonomy of, you know, mm-hmm. you actually know you better than I know you. I'm here to help walk alongside you. Mm-hmm to shine a light at your feet. Um, but I don't know you better than, you know, you, I haven't, you know, I've sat with you for 50 minutes or whatever it is. Totally. Yeah. Thank you for that side street. It feels important because someone's going to say, I'm going to go to therapy and then they have a shit experience and yeah. work. then they're like, well, I did try therapy. And I'm like, but did you like, yeah. And I get a lot. I think I feel passionate about making sure we said this in this conversation, because I get a lot of people in the intake sessions who, because they've listened to your podcast for years or because they've been watching us on Instagram, they felt like maybe it would be different. And so maybe I'll dip my toe back in and I just like, Oh, I, it feels like an honor when we get those clients who were so close to wiping their hands of letting someone join them on their healing process who have the bravery and the courage to go, okay, maybe I'll try again. Absolutely. Well, and there's a lot of uh, healing already. Cause there's a lot, I mean, we have a, a lot of people that have been injured in this field. Yeah. And so yeah. then we're asking, Hey, what do you think about opening this up again together? Yeah. And it does, it takes, it just, it's extra. It's extra. We have some bullet points to go through. There are some things that we can, like, we have an agenda. We have things that we want yes. to say specifically. Um, yeah. I, I'd love to lay that out and then make sure we hit it all. Yeah. Um, so specifically, let's go through like why therapy <laughs> and then when therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the when to me, and so I'd be curious how you would answer it. For me, when is when you're ready for something to change. It could be, I'm in crisis. I can't keep going this way, but it also we have, and and self-included, I go to therapy. I'm not in crisis at all, but I keep going because I want to keep, um, life itself will, I will 
distract me often from my own emotional experience. And so I need designated times to go and have permission to move from my head into my body, from my head into my feels. And I know that that helps me show up as a better, um, well, just human for myself. I'm kinder to myself. Yeah. But like, mom, why? Like I'm, I'm more present. Um, so when I see it be effective is when there is a desire for something to shift, even if it's like the Jim Collins, like, even if it's good to great, um, (laughs) if there's not a desire, uh, then it, you get in what you put out, you get in what you put out. Yeah. Why therapy? Oof. Why not therapy? Let me think on how I want to answer this. Okay. Um, gosh, the why is profound and expansive. I, I was just on a call with a coach and she said the past is to be like an archeologist and go dig up the old things. And then the coach is there to help you, um, like be the architect and build something new. I mean, to be honest, I had a, like a very visceral reaction to like, mm, I think therapy's a little more than like, we're not just most there. I'll speak for myself, the kind of therapist I am. I'm not interested in just staying in the past, but we do go to the past because often there is, um, there are things in the foundation that need to be dug up that need to be, have meaning, um, looked at and given the opportunity to go, okay, is this the meaning I want to keep walking around with, keep having influence how I show up in life, or do I want to do something different, but I'm not a therapist. So I can just like hang out in the past. I'm a therapist because I know, I think we're, I I'm visual. And so the, the image that I have in my head is we're like walking around with these, um, these like weights on our feet. And so therapy I view is this opportunity to slow down and have someone kindly and compassionately slow down with you and go, is this weight still serving you? Does this weight need to be grieved? And, and then let's, let's let it go. Let's help it move. Let's help the emotions pass through you like a river. And so that you can walk more light. So you can walk more free so that your future looks totally different because I have personally felt that having someone who's not scared to go to the heavy darkness with me has allowed me to walk lighter into the future has allowed me to become a mom. I didn't want to be a mom. I'm a mom because of therapy (laughs) because I realized, Oh, I was, I was overgeneralizing some meaning making. So. hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And the healing, and I know that you, you get this, but the healing that happens, if we do healing, that's, um, heal something that is from the past or that is even happening presently, that it transcends, it transcends time. It transcends space. It heals generations. It has a ripple effect that we could never name or number. And I think that is freaking awesome. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. What would you add to that? Um, the, let's just, the, in the why therapy, it would be because we often can take ourselves as far as we can go within ourselves. Yes. So I can read as many books. I can listen to yes. as many podcasts and I can try to outthink myself, um, 
shift behavior, try those things and do the things that's, that other people have said I could try. Um, and I can only take myself as far as I can take yes. myself. Yes. So I, I benefit from what someone else knows, what someone else sees, what yes. someone else could point out. And, and just a, even a suggestion, like, Hey, at least have you thought about that? And it's like, I have not. Yes. Can I, can I just give a real example to this? So I, I have been walking through a season of just grief of a lot of loss and I have been researching like, what are the rituals I could do? And I've been doing them with gusto and they have been helpful, but I finally hit a wall where I was like, I'm still, there's something that I haven't been able to get to. And I don't know how to get to it. And I found a somatic experience coach who like which basically means helps you heal from the body. So CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, DBT, these are all top down, but something like somatic or experiential tends to be bottom up in the brain. Mindfulness is kind of like the sideways the, to the side. But so this is someone who helped me bottom up and walked me through how to release some of this grief. And it was like something shifted in my whole being essence that I could not get to. And trust me, I was trying, I was working. I I mean, you know, I, 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 I have been trying to be really mindful and intentional and making sure that, um, I didn't get stuck in the grief. And I, I think that's like, Oh, what a cool piece of therapy is someone, someone who can be the container for you so that you can just let yourself fill the whole thing. Well, because we don't learn ourselves into our wounding, right? Yeah. So we don't learn our way out of our wounding. That's really nice. I actually think that the learning like intellectually is resourcing. That's what we would probably do after the fact, right? Yeah. Hey, now that we are over here, why yeah. don't we go ahead, take a gander back and let's go ahead and learn. Yeah. Because we have done the work of that excavation of that release of the, the bottom up healing, the inside out. Right. Yes. The other, the other thing that like strikes me is um, it's, it's, it's exceptionally profound to not have to be in charge of my healing all the time. (laughs) Yes. I I really love that. I can just show up, curl up Mm. and just be like, like I'm here. And Yeah. When that happens too, just even that position of the person in need of care, I take off these other attributes of myself, mm-hmm. which are capable and strong and resourceful and all and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. sure, 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 sure. Yeah. But when I'm working from that place, then I'm also not necessarily in a receptive stance or receptive position. Yeah. And so things yes. do shift. So why, why therapy? There's something is, um, essentially crucial to being heard, mm-hmm. to being seen, to not be mm-hmm. being alone in mm-hmm. the process, mm-hmm. um, to just knowing that someone else on this planet knows mm-hmm. what you're going through. Someone yeah. else knows, someone else is yeah. absolutely um, here and affected, but not affected in the way your friends are yes. when they hear about what's going on with you. Yes. Like they're just so absolutely for you now yeah, yeah. that you can be so for you here now, not thinking, yes. okay, now it's your turn. Okay. And how are you? 
You don't have to do that in that session. It just gets to say, I just need a moment just to be like, but I, but me. Yes, 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 yes. I I don't know why this is coming up for me. So I hope it's okay to bring it up. But I do think, you know, I think of like childcare. And if I have family watch my kiddo, it feels very different than if Mm -hmm. I pay someone Mm -hmm. to watch my kiddo. And to be honest, I kind of like paying someone to watch my kiddo, not the spending the money part, but the, I know you're going to be there on time. I know that you're getting something out of this too. That's very tangible. Um, I think it's similar with therapy. Yeah. Like I know that you, um, this, you have also set 50 yeah. minutes or, or three yeah. hours, whatever, whatever yeah. the time frame yeah. is. You're invested in this too. You're literally, this is your, this is, this is your job to show work. up yeah. and hold space yeah. for me. Like, I yeah. think there's immense freedom in that that you don't yes, get I from agree. like sitting with your friend over cocktails, chit-chatting about your pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and also yeah, that would be like, why friendship? yeah which (laughs) which oh my gosh yes friendship and this is a unique relationship that is just for you yeah it's gorgeous it's gorgeous yeah it's changed my life on both sides on both sides um the wind therapy the my only my my ticking like um thing in my brain right now is this I am a storyteller by nature, so I can't help but say everything in the form of like that one time when I had this experience and so forth. Ditto, um, yeah, hit it. When the ki- my kids were young before they'd ever been to the dentist, our dentist offered, um, it's called like a smile visit, which they like, they go in and then like they see the office and they sit in the reception and then they like meet the dentist and they actually go back to a dentist chair and then they sit in the chair and they put that little like drapey napkin thing Mm -hmm. on. And then they literally just get to smile for the dentist and the dentist just says, you did so good. Let's maybe just count your teeth. And okay, great. You did it. And then we're going to go to the treasure box. And now we know what it is like to go to the dentist. And I I just remember thinking, um, one, can I please come back and do a smile? Because I would love to have a reparative experience at the dentist where they just love that I came. They just thought I did such a great job and I was rewarded. Yeah. You get a lollipop. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. And I, I just thought like, I would like that mm-hmm. um, to actually be something we do within therapy. Yeah. Can mm-hmm. we go have just a well visit the same way that we would go to our um, OB once a year, mm-hmm. the same way that we would go to a, our primary care physician once a year, we know who they are, where they are, yeah. what the experience is like, where the office is, how yeah. do I get there? Or mm-hmm. how, um, how does simple practice work? How do I log on to telehealth? Mm-hmm. I want to know how it is. Um, before I'm going to go get my root canal. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yes. And to have, look at all these beautiful, positive relationships built. So now when I need to go to therapy and it's in, I'm in my why therapy phase now, yeah. I know I already met with Jess and I walked through my intake and I have, mm. I know what to do. Yeah. I know I already know um, how she's going to look at me when I bring up the thing that's hard. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Even having, even having someone witness you when life is good feels important when 100%. that has not been, when life has been hard and you have felt unsafe, unstable, you know, insecure throughout life. And then you make this breakthrough. I think often 
it is hard to like sit with the goodness of life yep. yep, because it's overwhelming. And so even having someone help walk you through that, be with you in that, bear witness to you in that yep. Yep. is so important. It, it's, it has yeah. been for me too. Yeah. It's, it's critical. Yeah. It's like literally critical. It's um the, one of the like goals of radical wellness when we first started was to really approach the demographic of people who are actually fine. (laughs) So when people that are like functioning and well, but probably overtaxed and probably under-resourced because they're used to being the ones that people call, they're used to being the ones that give a lot and volunteer a lot and are like the busy mom who gets asked to do all the things or like um, the teacher everyone loves or like the yoga instructor that everyone thinks is a queen. Like Mm -hmm. it's all those, that huge thick um, Mm -hmm. area of the demographic, that big layer. Mm -hmm. And those, that, Mm -hmm. that person if we could give them as many resources as humanly possible, mm-hmm. get them onto the screen, then all of the resources that we put towards counseling and crisis would actually disseminate into the community. Mm-hmm. They would actually get yes. to everyone else, yes. right? Because that those women and men in that position mm-hmm. are the caretakers of our community. Yeah. And when we apply things only and specifically to crisis, we're not actually coming into full function. We're yes. just getting our, lifting our bottom. Yeah. So crisis counseling is not um, therapy period. It's not yes. the only thing. It, yes. That would be crisis. Yeah. Yes. So things stick very differently when we come to therapy, when things are good, mm-hmm. when my marriage is actually like, you know, we're actually like in a pretty sweet spot great. Mm. Now's the time for therapy. Cause guess what? You like mm. each other. Mm. <laughs> like yeah. It's softer. You can, you can go and do that work. Cause you're yeah. in Yeah, when things are shit. Now th- we're trying as a therapist to just try to like help you guys not kill each other. Yeah. And then as soon as you don't want to not kill each other, you think you're fine and you go back to your life yeah. and we don't even get to the juicy stuff. Yeah. Ex- yes. So this is where that comment the coach made really gets me. Cause I'm like, okay, the, the, yeah. I have, I have a lot. Of stuff. <laughs> like this is when it, when you come to therapy and it's good, then we can like, now we can like really build when your nervous system is regulated. And yeah. when You're I love helpful. how you said that the stickiness, we are stickier <laughs> to change. Can. Yes. Yeah. Can. Yes. Well, and- you know, and then the, then we are when we're le- right, less anxiety, more spontaneity, less anxiety, more creativity, more Today, innovation, yeah. more hope, more ability to be like, oh, that applies to this, which applies to this, and oh my gosh, look at me doing yeah. all this extra work on my own because I'm yeah. told, I have so much more head, heart, body, brain space. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So go go, or begin when things are well. Yeah. You might surprise yourself on how you answer questions. Yeah. Uh, you might get to things differently because you're not in despair. Um, and we know that all the other ways that you get in the door to therapy yeah. are because there is pain and because it is hard. And we already know people go to therapy for those reasons. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we know that. Yeah. And it's here for that too. Yeah. One stay of the, for the juice. <laughs> you stay for the juice. One of the best um, pieces of advice we got before we got my husband and I are coming up on 11 years and our 
the advice that I really liked was don't do premarital counseling to like solve everything before you get married, do premarital counseling so that you know who your point person is Yep. so that you know where to go, who to work with. You already have rapport. And I, I feel like that could be generalized to individuals. Yeah. Just start. Yeah. Or get curious. Like, I think it would be like, um, Mm. like, I'm just going to go and do that consultation and just see um, where I could go if I wanted to, yeah. yeah. Um, what I could pick up when I feel like I have that time space, um, yeah. ready to do that, make that investment in myself. Yeah. Like, I don't know for shits and giggles is also an appropriate yeah. reason. Heck yes. um, yeah. Something that feels like it could be helpful to talk through is just logistically. What does it okay, look like to do, do an intake session? Is that That's real? Okay? That's real. I actually <laughs> like that because it's, um, it's like, Hey, this is actually what it is. And you don't even have to do it for you to know what it is. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, basically you go onto our website, you go, Ooh, I think I'm ready to explore. So you go, you, you get to see the calendar. You get to find a time that works for you. You book a session. As soon as you book a 30 minute session, you get this paperwork. And I have to be honest, this paperwork, I often get feedback that it felt like therapy had already begun just by filling this paperwork out and that they've had insight. And I didn't realize how much I was carrying. I thought it's profound paperwork that you created, at least it turns over. I think often in therapy, we like, if you don't have this kind of paperwork, you get, you get to session seven and you're like, Oh, so that huge thing happened. That might be impacting why you haven't had sex with your husband in five years. And so let's, <laughs> you know, yeah. so this, this really it's extensive, but it is, it is so comprehensive that by the time I meet with you, I already am like, okay, here are the themes here are yes. Here are the things that you've identified. You've already told me, I actually already worked through all of this stuff with mom. And so I don't need to do that. But what I do need is help with this. So we're able to like truly collaborate and work together to identify what are three goals for your time at radical wellness. And then I get to think through, okay, and who is the team that's best going to get you there? And so it's the things that are said, but it's the things that are not said. It's in how the body I'm watching the whole time I'm watching. Are you breathing right now? Are you actually seven in your head right now? And so I, many intake sessions, I think it often feels like therapy really has begun because it Mm. gives me a sense of what is needed. And then from there, I will connect you with your team. And you get to go, you know, when, when Jess was talking about, um, about the body that actually sounds, I had a client say this this week and I loved it. Our, our somatic experience coaches on uh, maternity leave until February. And she was like, I'm so relieved because that sounds really scary. So let's start with (laughs) therapeutic coaching. And I love that honesty and back to like the autonomy and agency, even if she wasn't on maternity leave, you don't have to do anything that I suggest until you're ready. Yeah, yeah. And we're here to make sure that you don't fall through the cracks and that you yep. keep that, these goals that we have defined together in mind as you're moving through towards healing. Mm-hmm. And then, and then from there, the team collaborates on your behalf so that you don't have to go like, yeah, my last session, this is what we did. And this is what I learned. And this is the breathing that we're, you don't have to do any of that because we've already connected on your behalf so that we can keep this ball in motion 
for you so that you are fully held the whole time. And so you're not having to waste your, your time or your money by regurgitating information. You get to share what feels pertinent, knowing that we know the, the core details to keep you moving towards the direction of these goals. And the goals are a living document and they might shift and that's perfect. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, anything I left out there? No, 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 you didn't leave anything out. It's, um, I, I was just, I'm reflecting on why again, like kind of like kind of some of the why. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times I specifically want to change things that I just think could be better. And yeah. so when I, when I go, when I go and pursue my own um, therapy, I usually, sh- by the time I show up, I haven't filled out any paperwork and then they hand yes. paperwork and it's usually like just a bunch of initials, like initial, I'm not going to kill myself initial. I'm not going to blow up my yes. initial that, um, here's my emergency contact. All of a sudden I feel like I'm a crazy person yes. and, I'm just, and like no one gives and therapy paperwork. and therapy actually really is for people who are yeah. like in the worst right. dire positions. Yeah. Yes. Like I'm yeah. not even in the right spot. And then I give it to them and they don't fucking look at it. Yeah. They just say, thank you and yeah. stick it on the desk or, or yeah. file it away. I'm like, moving along now. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. And the other, the other thing that massively irritated me, um, starting in therapy was why does it take seven sessions, eight sessions, yeah. 10 sessions, 12, a whole year to get through? Like, what am I doing here? Yeah. I, and that's all money that the client is putting forward. Yeah. Right. So the, I just know we can do better. I know we can do better. I know we can do so much better. And I really know I want to make it as simple as possible for people to get what they need as soon as possible. Because sometimes it's a sliver. It's a tiny little crack the door opens. Let's get help now. You should not have to wait seven sessions for your therapist to go back and read your paperwork and figure out that you did actually mention that and they never saw it. So, and it was hard for you to bring up and that's not your fault. It's not your problem. That's their burden. Yeah. Yeah. Even on that, I mean, this is what's really cool about the intake process, I think, is we have clients who come back for a second intake process because they just want to do a check in Mm -hmm. of where actually am I right Mm -hmm. now? And and they may not even do therapy with us, but they want to they just want to do like an inventory of where they are in life. And then now they have, okay, my goals really are to get my body. And you know what I've been putting off signing up for that Tai Chi class. And so I've had someone now reflect me. I really do need to go do that, whatever it is, but um, But that felt important. We're always looking to figure out where, where am I in this process? Am I, am I, did I do it? (laughs) Did it happen? Did I meet that goal? Where am I at? And that shouldn't be a mysterious thing that just the therapist knows that it should be a collaborative piece. We both look at and see, and it's like, yeah. And guess what? Who knows that you've actually completed that goal? You, not the therapist. So yes, (laughs) yes. You're the one who knows when you're done. You're the one who knows when you're done Mm -hmm. and you're the one who knows when it's time to pivot to something different. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And so just a personal Mm. example. I have a, I have a, was working with a therapist that I really liked, but I was aware, I think we've come to the end of what we can do together. And so I've ended our time and then completely went to a different modality because I know this is what I need now totally personally. And so there is permission and space for that. You don't have to, in therapy, you should not feel the need to take care of your therapist. If you do, uh, 
either bring that up in therapy so you can work through it or just let that be a red flag to you to know, okay, I think, I think I'm done here yep. and don't ghost, let them know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also to renegotiate what the work is. So mm-hmm. there have also been times where I'm like, I, um, I see that this has come full circle and I am ready mm-hmm. to close this chapter. Yeah. And then I shift to EMDR, I've shifted to equine, I've shifted to somatic work, I've shifted, yeah. you know, all Group. sorts of weird things. Yeah. yeah totally, totally. Group work. Right? Boop, boop. And there's times where I don't, so personally, I don't really like it when, when people stay longer than they need to. I want them to be able to get what they can, yeah. go put it in their life and come back, yeah. go back to put it in your life, come back. Yeah. And so I have sometimes felt insecure when I've had clients stay on for a long time thinking, I really think that like, I remember this, I'll never forget this. I was like, I really know that you've done everything you came here to do. And I was trying to move towards closure and she straight up looks at me and she goes, Elise, I know that I'm not here for that anymore. I'm Mm -hmm. here because this is time for me. And she had already totally renegotiated the nature of our work. And I didn't, I was thinking, I don't know why she keeps coming back. Like, I kind of feel like I, and so hel- mm-hmm. hello, um, mm-hmm. to renegotiate that, that box checked, that box checked. I'm here for maintenance. I'm here because I just like showing up. I like that. I can tell you, yeah. and you know what I mean when I say yeah. Bobby, Susie, my dad, 1977, the Rolling yeah. Stones, whatever it is that I'm saying, you yeah. know, cause there's context. Yeah. So, Sometimes we just have to renegotiate what it is we're here to do. Yes. I'm not here to work on that. I'm actually here because I'm interested to know what do you see in me now? Yeah. What is now? Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 And so maybe it's, I mean, I'll speak just for myself as a human, not as a clinician. The the thought or the question of how do I know when I'm done? I actually don't think that I will ever be. I mean, I hope I'm never done because to me, all all of this is synonymous with growth and with change. Mm -hmm. And I hope I always grow and change even when I'm 90. And so it's the renegotiating of, okay, so what is it now? What is the chapter I'm in right now? Yeah. People ask that a lot, even in the first intake session. Totally. um, So how long do you think this is going to take? And (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. I think that question is only going to be get a certain type of answer. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, for my, the question and the way that I lead my own growth process is, um, what do I, what is here for me now? Mm-hmm. What is here for me now? Mm-hmm. And sometimes that is all the other things that communicate health. Sometimes it is, um, silence. <laughs> sometimes it's, uh, looking at what I'm eating. Um, yeah. sometimes it's, um, just pushing back into creativity and art. Yeah. And sometimes it's two sessions a week of therapy and um, doing an intake with a psychiatrist, you know, yeah. like, so yeah. what is here for me now is an alive question. Not when am I done? Yes. It's an alive question that also is like, the point is to return us back to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so asking that question mm-hmm. gives space and breath for you to go, where am I now? How close am I to myself? How close am I to my center, to my core? And then what do I need to move closer? And I love that you even named tending to the physical self through food. Oh, hugely. It is huge. And I think, uh, I think I can speak on behalf of you and I both. It's like, I think it's my least favorite. Like, I'm like, oh no, let's, (laughs) 
<laughs> I would, I'd rather sit with a therapist with a coffee in my hand, <laughs> thinking through, talking, exploring yeah. feelings than like yeah. having a regimen, you know, for the love. <laughs> totally. So I love that you named so, that because that's, yeah, because well, it's all of it, right? It's all of it. And that's like, and that's the other piece, like I like within radical on this too. I had someone um, DM me on Instagram yesterday. She goes, is there someone on your team I could talk to about health goals? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Someone else. Is there someone I could talk to? I don't really know if this is therapy, but it's this. It's like, yeah. So yeah. guess what? You could decide what the content is. I'm like, yeah. and I think sometimes when I'm, I'm taken aback when people are surprised by that. I'm like, yeah. what goes into the house of therapy is not mom and dad mm. only yeah. it's anything that you want another set of eyes ears and heart and know-how for yeah you know yeah. yeah um this is my like kind of call to action invitation challenge is what would it be like for the people who are listening to do their smile visit with you to go mm. through an intake process however they want to use their wellness plan they mm. might and you um, take that to their own therapist. They might just work it, work it through like, Hey, I, these are things I could actually tackle on my own. Maybe, maybe they're also a therapist themselves. Um, or they end up deciding like, I want to pick and choose. I want to do that group. I am actually interested in working one-on-one with that person, but could you, could you set yourself up for the time that you are ready from a place of curiosity and, and like, Ooh, Ooh, I think I do want to do that. Yeah. Yes. Come do that. (laughs) Do that. Um, Man, how fun, how open that posture is even coming into the intake of, I want to just do a smile visit. I want to know what this feels like. I, I love to, I mean, we've had several, we have lots of therapists who come Mm -hmm. um, get support and I think that's fun too, for them to see how is it done differently? What are the, what are the possibilities? Cause oh, yeah. I think, I think their therapy land, we sometimes get confined by the way it has always been. Mm-hmm. And something that I think everyone on our team has is this desire to like push against that and Absolutely. create more space and more room for, but how could it be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how do we mm-hmm. take what is and make it and make it even more? Yes. Yeah. I love this conversation. I, um, I also, there's just one other thing that I wanted to say is one of the like, uh, biggest gifts to me in being a therapist is getting to experience the common humanity mm-hmm. and being able to see just these threads in so many people's stories and how they connect and how not alone any of us are, yeah. how very much connected we all are. And I think COVID specifically has given this illusion, this literal isolation that I think I'm the only one who's experiencing this disconnect in my relationship. The only mom who is resenting being a mom right now, because I feel confined and stuck. And so I just, I just want to name, I think having someone witness you be with you in that just reminds you of the common humanity, the Mm -hmm. the common human experience Mm -hmm. that we're all having right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cause that, it just, it lifts off like this secondary way that we would shame ourselves, judge ourselves yeah. or feel guilty about the actual thing. Yeah. And then we don't ever actually get to the actual thing. Cause we're just stuck in how bad we feel about it. And yeah. so hearing someone else 
share, it's like, oh, oh, okay. And so now I can actually tend to the actual thing, what the resentment, the stuckness, the pain. Yeah. Yeah. It removes that sense of shame in that how awful am I to have these feelings or thoughts about these people I love in my life or about myself. Right. I think it's why I love group therapy so much is because even no matter who's in the room, no matter what race, religion, I mean, anything pain is pain. And, and I just love the universal treatment plan is sharing our pain with people who are safe physically, emotionally, and who can validate our experience. So I love you, Elise. I'm grateful for this time with you. (laughs) I, 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 it boggles my brain often that we are here now in this capacity together because we've known each other for Mm -hmm. years now in all these other roles. Mm -hmm. And now we are sitting here having this conversation, getting to dream it out the way we want to, the way we believe is like essentially crucial and vital to the world of therapy, expanding and getting better on behalf of the client and on behalf of the provider. That like, hey, we could do it. And it's not separate. If it's better for the provider, it's better for the client. If it's better for the client, it's better for the, like, it's, this is the, we're so connected. It's it's the same thing. I would say if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. (laughs) 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 That's good for the goose. You know, it's like, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. What if we, what if we loved this? What if we were like, it's still, I still marvel. You know, my first client I ever had was in 2006. And I look back now and I'm like, I still feel that level of anticipation with like, what's it going to be like now? What's it going to be like now? What's it going to be like now? And that, um, gosh, it's just absolutely marvelous to think that this gets to be what we call work. Yeah. It's the best. We get to see people. I had, Someone the other day was like, isn't it exhausting to just listen to people's problems? I'm like, no, because it's not, it's like, you have oh, no I idea get, what we're doing then. Yeah. I get to yeah. see people stand in like their wholeness and their wholeness is the part of them that's able to identify the thing that they haven't been able to say out loud ever to anyone. And they just said it and look at them and watch how their facial muscles relax because they're not holding on to this thing. It's awesome. Oh, <laughs> it's I, the you, best. I like it. I would say it's like, it's a front row seat. How yeah. is that not the best seat in the house to yeah. be like, ah, yeah. the, for every problem are infinite moments where mm-hmm. there was an overcoming and in and, and sense of like, Hey, or even if it was just all those problems, I am grateful to witness the radical depth of what that problem is yeah. that that's power. That is power. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. All the praise hands to that. <laughs> Okay, you. Thank you for your time, Jess, but also for the way in which you've been um, you've been willing to look at things differently with me in these last couple of years of like, oh, okay. It makes me <laughs> excited. It feels like freedom. It feels like, um, yeah, I was in a creative field before and it feels like this is permission to allow that creative field to just look different. And that's super cool. So thanks for all the permission. Mm. <laughs> okay mama i love you friend love you thank you i'm glad we did this again 
right, you guys. Thanks so much for listening. I do hope you have the very best week. Feel free to reach out to me with any questions or needs that you may have around getting started with Radical Wellness Collaborative. Um, You can see everything that we do on our shared website, which is radicalwellness.co, or you can find anything else that I'm working on at elisesnipes.com. We'd love to connect with you. We'd love to meet you where you're at. We'd love to um, collide with you in all the most beautiful ways. All right. Cheers. Cheers.